Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Ah, welcome back. That's a sigh of relief, by the way. Cash the ticket. The real week one is here. Appetizers are done. Got a little fried calamari. We got we got a little uh, little chips and salsa, and now we get to the entrees. Jimmy, how you doing, buddy? It's a five day buffet starting on Thursday. This I is the best. Wait. This this is the best time of year. I just feel relief, honestly. Week one, I was scared beyond. Belief. Oh, you felt relief. Well, how about right. me? How about an over two start for the day, and I'm sweating the nine and ten o'clock games for my it, dignity. Hey, big debut of the podcast. I know. How's the guy doing staring down 0-4 potentially? It's we, funny. We did salvage it, though. When Scott Frost did that onside kick, I immediately went, oh, my God, not like this. Not like, like, don't debut this pod. Again, re-debut it. And, and, and this is what you're going to do to me? I went, oh, my God. And then I fell for you because I at least had Illinois to backstop mm-hmm. me. Your day got off. Well, let's just do the recap. Yeah, let's do recap. What, what the hell are we doing here? Jim, go ahead. You lead off with your recap first. Yeah, two and two for me, and not a great start. You did a wellness check on me at one point during the day. You're like, it's going to be okay. Deep it's breaths. Friends being friends, you know? <laughs> dudes being dudes. I should have known too many points with UTSA and UConn. And they just, Jim Moore, even with a backup QB hanging around, lingering. And what I, this is my mistake, and I need to file this away. Utah State, hot and cold. They were all last year really hot and cold team. I shouldn't have bet on them with all the points. You do remember. Certain somebody told you, bro, their big play, three and out. I know. Big play, I know. three and out. I know. But then we go into the later portion, and we were you you were looking at that under. I, I championed the under. We hit the UTEP North Texas under feeling good. And then the game that I did pound the table on. You nailed it. And I begged you, it. step with me into the darkness, deep into the night. Vandy throttles Hawaii. That that to me, I was like, you know, I'm two and two, but at least I pounded the table on the one that was just a clear kick your feet up at halftime, you know you won. Kind Let of me bad. give you the week zero takeaway before I get to my stuff is like, I really feel like we watched three of the worst five or six teams in America play. Hawaii, I mean, look, it, one, one thing to lose, you cannot let Vanderbilt look like Alabama. 63 to 10. SEC team, someone told you, Mike. I'll tell you the three other ones. Uh, Jim, I'm not kidding you. I warned you about Wyoming and what the portal did to them. It's something I think you chart. I think you look at it and you go, all right, what am I going to do? And by the way, episode two later this week, Wyoming may be a feature. Mm-hmm. They may be an autoplay against. But the other one, you want to talk about a game I felt dirty watching was New Mexico State and Nevada. Those are two teams. Now, look, we're going to bring up New Mexico State a little later. Uh, yep. Uh, but the market, I think, is already adjusting. So here's what it does, guys. It, if you remember listening to the old cash to ticket, it gives you an opportunity to either play against or put a bet in for depending on how that market adjusts. So when New Mexico state goes to Minnesota later in the week, 
at spread could be 40 by kickoff. Minnesota shouldn't be laying 40 to neighborhood children. But that doesn't mean you don't play New Mexico State. You look at it. Um, you're seeing market adjustments on Hawaii. Like right now, later in the week, Western Kentucky, not only favored flying out to the island, favored by 16 and a half. We're taping, by the way, currently Tuesday morning. Uh, we're going to lay down an episode today for your Thursday, Friday stuff, and then come back in tape Thursday to give you Saturday, Sunday, Monday card. And then next week, we're on the regular schedule. We're going to lay down an episode for college, I believe, Wednesdays, give you your NFL Thursdays. So a little different, but we wanted to chop it up this week. Um, my recap is simple. One and one, uh, Nebraska. And here's the deal. Just a moment, because I, I need to let this go. Like, I have – I got a problem, Scott. I've brought in a, a, a memento to, so to put this to bed, and I, I – I felt like an idiot driving my vehicle to the to the office today with a Scott Frost headstone. Uh, in Did you, my... you get pulled over and someone's like, uh, what's oh, going please. on back there? Jim, I felt like I felt like an <laughs> asshole walking in my driveway with it. Are you kidding me? I mean, like, uh, what was wrong? Sir, you were speeding. What the hell is in the back of your car? Sir, is that is that a styrofoam headstone with Scott Frost's <laughs> face on it? Yes, officer. Yes, it is. I need to let this go. I. Guys, look, I got it wrong. It, it is what it is. So this I, is not Scott Frost here. Let me get to the Oklahoma game. Okay. No, but I no, it, it's it's not because <laughs> all I'll tell you is it felt so good to be betting football again because, look, you're doing it for the action. Like I said in week one, there's there, you, no one's going to get rich off this, all right? So you can save your idea. Oh, well, I – no, you didn't. Cut it out. And your friend Randy didn't hit 73% of his games because if he did, he wouldn't work for a living. Cut it out. But when Scott Frost, they're up 11. They rally out of halftime. And this part of his contract was he was mandated to hire a full-time special teams coach. And you mean to tell me in game one, up 11, you storm the gates at halftime. You either usurp the power of your special teams coach or allow this idiot to do this. One of the most inexplicable onside kicks ever. I did yell at the TV. I admit this. And then I checked myself and I went, man, it feels so good to care again. It feels so good to hurt again. <laughs> it, it's it's sick, but I loved it. Uh, but Scott, uh, just a brief, I will say this. It is one of the most stunning total Hindenburg failures of a hire I've ever seen. Scott Frost, you, you, you are likely a good man. You are likely a good coach. Came home, the Messiah, you played at Nebraska, you love the program, you know the program, and you not only came back and failed, you came back and made the Bill Callahan era look good. It is a disgrace, it's an embarrassment, and Scott, I have to tell you, as as, as we put you into the podcast ground today, I have to let you go. Uh, your, your traps look amazing, your boyish charm, but Scott, I gotta let you go. We loved you, I tried, did everything I could. I gave you time. I made excuses. I tried to say that hiring Mark Whipple was a good thing. This is quite the eulogy. And um, I have to I have to let you go. So I, I want to say from us here at Cash the Ticket to you, uh, I'm not allowed right now to bet on Nebraska the rest of the season. Do you do have it? to stop me. Okay. Stop I, me. I <laughs> stop me. Okay? Okay. Because anytime I bet on Nebraska, I, I what? We're gonna make you stare at that. Well, that's not going anywhere. It's a piece of art. It's beautiful. Look at the look on his face. It's just 
You see how you hurt me? Terror. You see how you hurt me? You son of a bitch. <laughs> Moment of silence for Scott Frost. And we move on. I went one and one. Illinois was the easiest money you'll ever make. And I actually want to get to them a little later. So one and one, it's exhale, everybody. The whole idea was survive week zero. And I'm telling you, just take it easy. The transfer portal has created wild roster swings. It has created really some teams that are helpless. And I'm not talking like, oh, that team's bad. They suck. I'm talking about a team like New Mexico State taking the field and they're they may go winless and and or nevada where jay norvell took 15 players and nine coaches went to colorado state we'll get to them on the episode later in the week just be careful guys it's okay to sit and watch no it doesn't make you weak if you pass on a game so let's try to have a good time but jim nice job rallying two and two i'm happy i just didn't go over scott i love you you're beautiful Maybe someday down the line, but I, you got to stop me. You got to stop me, Jim. Evan, you got to stay, please. Because I know it's going to happen in a couple of weeks. They're going to be a home dog, Oklahoma coming to town. You have to stop. Me. We have a physical reminder. Yes, a memento of a life that was well lived in a coaching career that crashed into a mountain. I don't know. All right, let's get to the board. And what that means is simple. We're going to talk about the games you want to hear about the games we're all going to watch whether you bet them or not and then later in the show we get real dirty real silly and we start talking about the games we're betting that you might not even be available on tv all right let's lead it off big 10 opener penn state laying three and a half on the road at purdue eight o'clock on fox jim it's a game we both like for a few weeks I'm a little gun shy you're all in on this so go ahead do the honors i love this so purdue home team Blackout, I love it, reverse of the Penn State whiteout that we're all familiar with. The blackout game, Purdue, I think, is the better team. They're getting the points. I would just take them to win the game outright. And I started looking into you know, percentage of bets and percentage of money, stuff like that. Purdue, yeah, Purdue is getting 34% of the bets. Okay. But 59% of the money, which means people who know what they're doing look at this and go, this is an opportunity to cash in. Allegedly. Allegedly, if you believe that stuff. Do any of us know but I, I like it just from a football standpoint. Neither team's going to run the ball well in this game. So who do you trust to pass the ball? Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell and Purdue. In a close game, if it gets down to a nail-biter, and again, the spread's three, three and a half points, do you trust James Franklin? Because I can put my head on the pillow at night knowing I bet against James Franklin at night in a semi-big game. So if you want the points, it's probably the safer way to go. But inside three, three and a half, just give me the better team. Give me Purdue at home, people sleeping on him. I'll take the Boilermakers. I Penn State, too. I mean, the offensive numbers. Look, everyone's got a right to improve. Everyone's got a right to get better. But 115th in yards per carry last year, 98th in yards per pass. You mentioned the Franklin thing. I mean, again, yes, they have good receivers, but losing Jahan Dotson, that's not a footnote. Look, man, on paper, Penn State, way more talented. They just are. But Cookies is right on this. I At night. Home dog, mm -hmm. the Purdue drum. Oh man, Purdue Pete in those ill-fitting sweatpants and a plastic creepy head that's nightmare fuel. Of the Thursday night games, this is the one you'll get me into. Like of the of the big two that people are gonna watch. I'm gonna take Purdue, but I'm way more tepid about it now. The more I dug into a few things with Purdue. But look, they're a sleeper in the West. Penn State always gets the hype, they don't deliver. And guys, for all, if you're a Penn State fan listening, please don't be upset. James Franklin has done enough insane things 
in big games, much less late spots, he's very hard to trust, especially as a road favorite. Thought the line would be a little bigger. The fact that it's three and a half kind of pushes you that way. And Jim, you know, at the money differential is always a sexy little piece. Mm -hmm. So, all right, we'll go with it. Purdue, three and a half. I'll take him. Go to the other game on Thursday night because this one, line movement, and it drives me crazy. All week, Pittsburgh was minus six and a half. 7 p.m. kick on ESPN against West Virginia. Hey, I'm thrilled the game is back. The yep. Backyard Brawl is a great rivalry. I know a lot of people out in the Midwest where we broadcast from don't recognize it. I grew up out east. This was a classic Big East game late in the season. These two teams hate each other's guts, and they haven't played in what seems like 50 years, but it's only been 11. Uh, the line currently, time of taping, Pittsburgh now laying 7.5, crosses the key number of 7. Jim's going to get brave on you here. I'm just telling you right out the gate, I am not laying more than a touchdown in this rivalry game. You got two new quarterbacks. Pittsburgh loses Jordan Addison. They don't have dynamic weapons. I love the running back, Abacadabra, or whatever the hell his name is, Abacadamba. Uh, and yes, Pitt's D-line will feast. Here's the problem. West Virginia brings in JT Daniel. It feels like 11 years since I've seen him play. Um, but West Virginia is going to sling it. They bring in Graham uh, Harrell, the mm -hmm. former Texas Tech quarterback, USCOC. I just think there's too many question marks for me to go lay in seven and a half in a rivalry game early. But you look, you planted your flag with, with Vandy last week. I respect it. I'm going to let you sell the people. Yeah, there. I mean, I'm passing over seven. If it's live in game. Sure. Maybe I can get a little something under. And, maybe. I, and I get the hesitation with a rivalry especially crossing the key number. I love that it's six and a half. Obviously, would play it at seven. And here's why I'd still bet it at seven and a half. You talk about the USC quarterbacks in this game. Both teams got a transfer quarterback. Who's going to set their team up for success? Pitt's defense, a big part of last season. D-line's great. Second in the country in sacks a year ago. Their top three guys are back. Baldonado's a beast. West Virginia's offensive line, and this is a key thing. They bring back all five starters, but are you bringing back good starters? They gave up the most sacks in the Big 12 a year yeah, ago. Fair. So you want to play an air raid offense with a disadvantage up front for the entire game. Meanwhile, Slovis, who's going to play for Pitt, new OC, run the ball. Well, see, Signetti, they're gonna, Frank they're, Signetti Jr. comes in, and you're right. It's going to be ground and pound. They're going to they're gonna play better in the trenches. They're going to make their quarterback's life difficult. West Virginia, they're going to have a much harder time. So I think it can get a little off the rails for West Virginia in this game. They're playing at Pitt, ranked Pitt, with a good defense. So – I get it. It might not be for you because it's over the seven. I take it with the seven and a half. And, and here's one more thing. The theme you talked about the transfer portal today. Yeah. West Virginia lost 25 players in the portal from last August to this August. Here's the other thing. You want to factor that in, in a rivalry game. Do these guys, are they, do they have the roster to go toe to toe for four quarters? Well, I don't think they do. There's something here too. And I'm not trying to make Pat Narduzzi some amazing coach, but if, if I'm putting Narduzzi against Neil Brown, what was Neil Brown? 18 and 17 and it's time on the hot seat this year. I think it's yeah. 18 and 17. You get a coaching advantage there. You get a more well-established program there. I just, you know what? Look, I'm trying to be a little disciplined here. I don't want to get loose in week zero and week one. But when that line crosses seven rivalry, I get skittish. But look, maybe you listen to cookies on this one, guys, because you didn't give a damn about that Hawaii number moving. No. You called your shot. This one, a little dice here. Let's get to the main dish, mm. and uh, I was very pleased we could get a, a CMU helmet. For those of you out of market, uh, Jim is a proud Chippewa. They go to Stillwater. Uh, I got a soft <laughs> spot for my pokies. Pistol Pete, one of the great mascots in the game. 
uh, CMU catching time of taping now. Again, Tuesday morning, getting 21 flat. If you got a different number, tell me. 21 on the button as they travel to number 12 Oklahoma State. If you listen to last week's episode, Jim hates Spencer Sanders. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he, he took a bat to your mailbox He's or something. But look. Leave the homerism out of this. Yeah, no, no, that's the thing. I want you, you to make check some me on point, this. You make some points, and if I detect any homerism, you get in the buzzer. Okay. I'm going to beat you with that Scott that, that Scott Frost gravestone. Listen, we're here to give people winners, and we're not always going to be right, but I don't want to bet this game because I'm a CMU alum. I want to bet this game because I think it's a good play. Because your team's got a four-foot-tall quarterback? Tough SOB, Daniel Richardson. He's not tall enough to ride the ride to the Rich. park. Well, there will be no D. Rich Lander. Second most touchdowns of the Mac a year ago. He's got an offensive line in front of him. They lost their tackles, but both played in their bowl game. The interior's back, and they got the nation's leading rusher. Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou Nichols is back. So what does that mean? You bog the game down. You finish a few drives. You win time of possession. You hang around. You're getting three touchdowns. Oklahoma State, we talked about it last week. They lost a lot from that defense, all those fifth-year seniors. Can see them you hang in this game, be within a score, make it interesting. I'm not going to tell people money line. That, that would be reckless. Honestly, but, but 21 honestly, points. I'd be doing the rest of this alone if you threw that out. <laughs> but I'm not, and that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not asking people to do something reckless. 21 points. Last year, Oklahoma State in their non-con, they played Missouri State, who? Tulsa and Boise State won by a combined 13 points. Every game was one possession. So can I take CMU in the 21 points and not be a homer? Yes. Um, I think if you if you put a gun to my head and force me to pick the game, I would take CMU. I'd take your boys. Um, I look, I think the thing for me that just scares me a little, you say rather cavalier, we lost our tackles. Mm. Your tackles were very good. NFL guys. Year. Yes. That wasn't just now again. I'm not saying they were Joe Staley. They were good. Losing your guys, losing the ability to really set that edge. That worries me. Mm-hmm. The other problem is, you, you know, and I know I mean, we're getting geeky, but like Pimpleton was a really nice receiver. I know he probably could have played in the power five lower end. He did briefly at Virginia tech, right? Again, good player. You lose him. What do you got out wide? I don't pretend to know. I need to see it. I mean, Dallas Dixon, I was going to bring up like Dallas Dixon, his 10th year, but um, no, I don't hate it. I think. Are you going to play this <sighs> 21? It's good. I mean, you're all right. Look, I, here's what I, here's no, I'm, I'm going to be transparent with people. I'm going to watch out of loyalty to my boy, and there's no way on earth I'm laying three touchdowns with Okie State. Also, Jim Knowles is gone. Big deal. Loss of the D.C. last year. He brought McAllister with him, one of their safeties. So you lose your Mike linebacker, your big safety. Malcolm Rodriguez gone with the Lions. I just, I think, to me, I'm going to take CMU. I'm going to ride with you on this okay. because, A, I respect your opinion about Mac football. I respect your opinion about college football. And there's no way I can stay away from this knowing how invested you are in it. Uh, I'm going to get loose. I'm going to enjoy this one. I will take the 21. I will take CMU. I don't like CMU. I can't lie, mainly because they've beaten my school a few times. But, yeah, I'm going I'm to go with it. Uh, the, the one thing for me, though, you better find a way to block up Okie State's ends. Colin Oliver, Brock Martin. These are big boys now. You're not playing Ball State down in Muncie in front of friends and family and the tuba player. Okay, well, I just know the last time CMU went into Stillwater, they won the game outright. Irrelevant. So, so, so Irrelevant. Before, before people think I'm pushing hot air. Nah, I'll take the 21. Okay. I'll go with you on this because that's – guys, dogs are barking for me, and you're going to hear – this episode is a little more balanced 
Wait till we tape Thursday. Costa's going to have to hold me back. I got about seven dogs. <laughs> He's not way. kidding. We look at the sheet. He's I, lo- I love the board. <laughs> All right, let's go Friday night. The same rules apply. Uh, I am not allowed to spit any homerish takes. I did go to Michigan State. I have been known to bet against them, though. I have no loyalties. You know, we all work hard for our money. I ain't trying to give it away. Western Michigan comes to town. MSU's laying 21 and a half, number 15 MSU, 7 o'clock, I believe ESPN, correct? I think so, yeah. Um, Look, I'm going to trust Jimmy on this one because of the MAC loyalty. And and look, you know the MAC. I, I just, you lose your quarterback, Ellerby. You lose Sky Moore. Tim Lester. Western is good when their QB is good. Western is very bad when their QB is not. I also, here's the thing. You can, I can put this within arm's reach for you if you want to hit me with it. Mm -hmm. I think MSU was woefully undervalued last year with the win total four and a half in Vegas. I think they're undervalued here. And again, if you run the numbers and and, and this is geeky stuff, but not just making your own spread, but you can use some algorithms, use some programs, use power rankings, I've got this anywhere between MSU minus 25 and MSU minus 29 and a half. The line looks light. It's under the lights. It's the home opener. They don't have time to futz around. They got UW coming up in two weeks. And look, life after Kenneth Walker, you're not replacing him. I think you're going to see this offense going to the wideouts more. Jaden Reed is back, one of the better wide receivers in the conference. I think they got a big transfer out of Daniel Barker, the kid from Illinois, at tight end. MSU hasn't had a tight end in 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 a decade. Um, I just feel like this is a rough spot for Western's redshirt freshman QB. Name escapes me. Make your debut, eighty thousand at night, and I think MSU's D. This is the portal, and I'm not being hypocritical, guys. The portal has a lot of bad effects on what we call college football's middle class. It helps Michigan State. Mel Tucker went into the portal last year, and not only Kenneth Walker, they went out and got a left tackle in Jared Horst, who was very good for them while he was healthy. They went out and got Ronald Williams, who all jokes about the past D being hot garbage. By the end of the year, Ronald Williams, they weren't going to his side. He played very well. They went into the portal this year and remade the front seven. And a lot of MSU's coverage issues were at the linebacker level. Cal Halliday will not be on the field this year on third downs. Why? He can't cover a dead guy. You know, Quaverius Crouch, freak athlete, had no interest in the playbook and just did whatever he wanted to do. They bring in Winman from uh, UNLV. They bring in Brule from Mississippi. Stayed with a second-round NFL grade. They went out and got Chris Bogle from Florida. I just – I feel like the number's light. I feel like it's that home opener at night, a lot of juice, a lot of energy around the program. I think they drop a bomb on Western. If you think Michigan State's offense is going to explode, I would condone the pick. Define explode. Well, my concern is last year they were 50th and third down efficiency with K-9. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you end up going three and out one or two times, those first game jitters and sputters, the line is over three touchdowns. Here's what, here's what I'll tell you for Western Michigan, because maybe people aren't as familiar with them. Last year, they had two backs combined for nearly 2,000 yards. They played really slow, like a snail's pace. They were fourth in T.O.P., so that's the thought in this game is if the QB executes a little bit, keeps a couple drives alive, Michigan State doesn't run away with it, you run out of time. You don't have the time to then blow out Western Michigan. So I'm actually not playing this game. No, I respect So, you. So, I mean, if it was the 19 and a half that I think it opened with that we were looking at earlier in the week, 
Maybe. Wait, is this like a, is, is this, you're using it against me now. I get it. <laughs> it's like Pitt going to seven and a half. This crosses 21. You're out. Well, I was a little lukewarm on it to begin with. And now That's that it's fine. over the key number, like, and, and to me, if Michigan, if you told me Michigan State's going to score 42 points in this game, I would take them. I, I don't, I don't know that they will. I think they will. Okay. I, and, and understand something too. For me, a lot of what I do, I love money differentials. I love generally with underdogs. You're going to see me taking underdogs that the public's not on. And then, in situations like this, Jim, like I told you, the numbers coming up light. I hate using terms like value. It's such a buzzword. Mm-hmm. Like, like we're some kind of like stock tip pros. Buy, buy, buy. Sell, sell, sell. Right, but numbers 21 and a half, and I've, I've got several sets of rankings that go 25 to 29 and a half. I just feel like it's a play. I think Michigan State should stop the run they did last year. It's just a play of how many points will they score because if they don't score a bunch, all of a sudden that three touchdowns really comes in handy. 42-13 final. Uh, I'm going to play it. And and look, full disclosure, I'm going to be at the game. I want to have some yeah. juice. I want to have some action. Um, I'm trying to be disciplined most spots. This is one. I, I It's not about, look, if I thought, if Western had Ellerby back, if Western had Sky Moore, there's no way I'm touching no. this with a 10-foot pole. I really feel like it's a rebuild for Western. And I think that's a tough opener on the road in the Big Ten. All right, let's get to the next one. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits. Turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, 
eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Because this is, this is a Jimmy Cookie special here where he's got to talk me out of one. I'm big on TCU this year. I think Sonny Dykes is going to do a real nice job there. They got real stale with Gary Patterson. He brings in his OC from SMU, Garrett Riley. They're going to sling the ball around. I think TCU, they're laying 13 and a half right now at Colorado. Jim, is that number up to date as we take? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it it opened at seven and a half just to give people the idea. The line is nearly doubled. Yeah. And again, so TCU's wideouts, studs, Quentin Johnson's a beast. Um, I think Colorado is going to be one of the worst power five teams in America. They may not win more than two games. Um, I don't love the number. I don't love it. So then don't bet it. I probably am not, but I am not doing my job by at least not bringing up two power five teams playing on a Friday night for our audience. I have. And listen, if people wanted to bet it, like you missed it, like the value's been bet out of the line, the line's doubled. 80% of the money is on TCU. So what's going on there? Colorado is a home team playing at night against a first-year head coach who hasn't named his quarterback. Yeah, sorry. It's, it's I know you like the Horned Frogs. I'm not betting this. No, and you no, shouldn't bet it either. No, I probably – look, the number is – we've missed the best of it. Maybe it's something – again, this is where, guys, you know, whatever sports book you decide to use, it's your business. But live odds play a big role where – Okay, I don't like 13 and a half, but I will absolutely have this. And let's say Colorado comes down and takes an early three nothing lead. Mm-hmm. And now I'm staring 10 and a half in the face, nine and a half, something. Um, or by halftime, it's a more manageable number. Yeah. But I, I look, I do believe in TCU. Uh, that doesn't mean I have to bet them every week, but the wideouts are NFL caliber. Um, look, you can talk about all the name brands who have great wide receiver rooms. Guys, I'm telling you, TCU's got a group that fits. Uh, Duggan, the problem for him is accuracy. It's not physical tools. I would assume Duggan will be the starter. I think you're going to see multiple quarterbacks. Um, but yeah, line is way too big. I know I alluded to the game last week. I'll probably stay. I'm, this is responsible, Mike. Proud of you. This is discipline, <laughs> Mike. Uh, I will stay away, but guys, keep your eye on it. If you can get TCU under 10 there again, I think that's an in-play, uh, mm-hmm. an in-play dude to do. Um, what do you want to cover next, man? You want that VTech game? Yeah, let's do that last one, and then we'll do some of the little smaller games after. They're not it. little small. Every game matters. <laughs> Every game matters. Small game. How dare you? I mean, I, I guess I should. It's Old Dominion hosting. I mean, you could call that a small game, but I do like I like Old Dominion and Virginia Tech. It's the last one on our board this week, and then we'll go to the rapid fire round. You've got nearly the entire team back from Old Dominion, and their coach Ricky Ronnie get to know him. They took a year off in 2020. He came back last year. And they were 500 football team, which doesn't happen very often, as we saw last week. When you take a year off, when your program's trying to rebuild in this era, that's a good coaching job. Yeah. 17 starters back. They had a 1,000-yard running back and receiver both back. Defense is well coached. They don't give up the big play. 
they're the home team and they're getting, what do you have? Eight and a half? Eight and a half. Eight and a half points. Now, I flirted briefly with just going money line here, but I want to give people a winner and I feel really good about them with the eight and a half. Will you just take my advice? Just take a sprinkle because you're going to kick yourself if you don't get it. Take take the points and then, you know, Jimmy Spree, give yourself some sprinkles yeah. on top of the ice okay. cream. I'm not going to make fun of you because newsflash. Didn't Old Dominion beat VTech a few years ago? I think you're right. And this VT team, it's a first-year coach, Brent, Brent Pry, Pry, right? Brand-new offensive install. 70% of the public is on VT. So I love the home dog that the public's not in on. Yep. And it's Old Dominion with value. So I, I like the Monarchs. You know what you're forgetting? What? A couple keynotes here. What? One is uh, VTech in openers as a favorite. And, and guys, if you don't like trends, you don't like you don't have value in trend betting, Disregard it, but I'm just trying to throw some fun things at you. VTech, their last 16 openers is a favorite, 5-11 and 11 against the number. And here's the biggest thing that you're really not giving credence to. Nobody, and I mean nobody, walks into SB Ballard Stadium and walks out with a win. Nobody. What's that stadium hold? Do you have any idea? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, my point is... <laughs> I mean, this is one of the cathedrals of right. college football. It's, it's, it's the no, big it's, house. It's, I it's do the believe, Coliseum. I do believe it's a new it's stadium a couple of years ago. Right. It goes Swamp, Big House, Shoe, SB Ballard. You can't under – it's why I love college football. Like, I, I mean, I, I the NFL's great, and betting it is a ball breaker. But this is why I love college football. If you think this – this is your AD hates you special. You never take this game. If you're VTech, you're going to an in-state small fry who's begging for respect. The road warriors, they go out and get the game checks and get beat up. You're going to go to their place at night. Mm -hmm. There'll be people, there'll be 100,000 people who tell you they were at this game if they get that done. That's a frenzy environment. And look, I have inherent bias. I, I have the last 20 years of my life, 25 years, VTech football has mattered. But Frank Beamer's not there no more. Bud Foster's not calling that defense. They're not blocking 7,000 punts a year. I, it's a different program, and it doesn't mean Brent Pry can't get this done. I think that's a brutal ask, and I'll be straight with you guys. Um, I live and die on games like this. You see a weird number at 8.5. You see road favorite, public favorite, kind of a scrappy underdog. Guys, I admit it. I get seduced. It's like one of those bad romance novels at CVS drugstore. <laughs> I, I, I'm in. I'm all in on ODU. I saw this come out. I saw the eight and a half. I circled it. I never looked back. So if you don't like it, you're going, you can't name 10 players on ODU. Cool. You win. Don't bet it. I'm just telling you, if you're going to do okay in this blood sport of trying to survive in sports betting, you got to bet on teams that are icky. You got to bet on spots. You got to bet on situations. So, yeah, I'm all over the ODU deal there with you, Jimmy. And do yourself a favor. Put in a little sprinkle okay. on your money. Do it. You won't respect yourself. Yeah, you're right. All right, let's go to um, – I'm not comfortable calling this the rapid fire, but we're going to be a little less verbose on these games. I brought this up to Jim in our group text. Uh, Minnesota laying 37, time of taping, to New Mexico State. And, guys, look. My job is to watch the games that you don't have the time or inclination to watch. I watch New Mexico State. When I tell you Diego Pavia or whatever his name is, that quarterback from Mexico State, he might be the worst quarterback to ever play the position. Threw some unforgivable interceptions against Nevada. New Mexico State is really 
really bad. Now, that doesn't mean I'm laying 37 with Minnesota. I actually look to the total here because watching New Mexico State play a brutal Nevada team. You want to talk about a, a brand name that isn't the brand name anymore? Nevada has been a good football program for a long time. That is a horrendous team. Uh, Norvell took 15 players, took nine coaches. Guys, I think the under is really interesting in this game because I, I and no hyperbole. Do the Aggies score? And even if the Aggies score 10, is Minnesota putting up 45? They got, you know, you know what Minnesota wants to do. Ibrahim, 30 carries. We're going to ground and pound. We're going to be methodical and do the business. And you know what? I just, you show me how New Mexico State puts up 14 points in this game. No. I think under 56 is really interesting here. I will be with you on that one. Same thing. And I, I think Minnesota could be sneaky good this year. They brought back their OC from that big season in 2019, but I don't think they're going to explode to the tune of, I mean, what would they have to score for us to lose on this? 45. Maybe even more. It just so, feels so, like yeah, a 45-10 kind of game. And I, and I like your thought on this because some people will see it and say 37 points, just stay away. But if you look at the total, you can still find value. And there's one other game we're going to hit on that I think is the same deal this weekend. One, I'll give you the other thing, too. Yeah. Understand, guys, I'm not a curmudgeon. I don't hate sports or life. Betting the unders is a necessity. Again, if you just want to root for points, I respect you. I understand why you're doing it. But there's a reason the lights are so bright and these sports books do such good business. Everybody wants points. Everybody wants sprinkles. Like, I get it. And I will bet an over here and there. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, when I see totals, I say, okay, under. And I do the research to then justify either staying with it or wait. Is this a rare route for fun over? So I just think the under is interesting. I'm going to play it. Uh, I need to see Minnesota score 50 points to beat me. And if New Mexico State comes out and scores multiple touchdowns or I, then you know what maybe they sandbagged me last right. week when i watched them play nevada <laughs> and they couldn't get out of their own damn way it was horrendous jim horrendous you're taking a deep breath you all right yeah i'm good i want to give people the other game that's kind of the same kind of script oh no you whoa, whoa, whoa. what about this sex appeal you left in the oh, show oh yeah on, yeah what you it? want this hold on this is always so, fun so when the storyline bicker take a listen to this <laughs> so quote. this is the storyline inside the game jerry kill is the coach for new mexico state he used to be the coach at minnesota and he used to be the head coach when pj fleck was on his staff here's what jerry kill had to say about facing pj fleck quote he coached with me but after that, he changed a lot. I'll just be honest with you guys. People that have known him before, when he got with Greg Schiano, his personality changed a lot. And I knew his first wife. Nice little jab in there about the Jeez. fact that he's no longer with his first wife. And he's changed a bunch. Then once he became a head coach, I mean, I helped him get the job at Western Michigan. I just think sometimes ego gets carried away. That's a lot of words to say. Yeah, I think he's a dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. Of, holy mercy. Uh, but no, I honestly, you couldn't go over that quote. That's juicy. <laughs> I mean, so that's great. right there. We never Jim, get that. That's stuff. right there with Jimbo and Saban. <laughs> Kill and Fleck. Who wins? All right, let's go to the next one. Big 10 opener. Okay. Now, you know, look, I liked Illinois last week. Wyoming's morbid. They're horrible. Mm -hmm. But uh, A, McCray left the game. Williams left the game. Both are going to be okay. Um, I know Williams was just cramping Isaiah Williams. Uh, Bielema said he's going to be fine for the game. Uh, Chase Brown was phenomenal. They go to an Indiana team here. Uh, I, 
we talked about it last week. I think Indiana's a candidate for a win under, uh, under four. I think Tom Allen's got a massive rebuild going here. And I just don't see the skilled players that Indiana we've become accustomed to. I think the wrong team's favored, which means, A, I'm either making easy money, or B, I'm walking into an absolute bear trap. But DeVito looked good, the Syracuse transfer for Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, their offensive line, they're rolling three and a quarter across the board. They're going to lean on you. They're going to lean on you. Then they're going to lean on you again. They got a superstar back. And if your answer at Indiana quarterback is now Connor Basilak, the kid from Mizzou, who I've never been impressed with. Jim, talk me out of it. I understand it's, it's a road dog and the spread doesn't add up. I could be I could be convinced to stay away, but I feel like the wrong team's favorite here. I think Indiana is going to be bad. So I will talk you out of games when I think you're getting out of hand, as evidenced by TCU Colorado. Thanks, Dan. Uh, <laughs> I want to bet them so damn eat, bad. eat your vegetables. Look how nice uh, their helmets are. I mean, what are they coming out with this week? Are they going to wear the white? They're going to wear the toad skin? Are we going glitter ball? I Mike, love it. Mike, I would sanction Illinois plus three. I think the same thing. The wrong team's favored. Why? They don't give gifts at the odds makers lounge. Why? I I can do football reasons. Right. Why? The problem I have the, is the, the only thing I can think Wyoming, Wyoming yes. is just yes. that bad. Maybe Vegas is telling us that Wyoming is that bad, which we can use later in the week when they play this weekend. I might, but that line's out of control. Uh, out of I know control we may have, again, you may have missed the boat on. All right. I like Illinois plus the three. Obviously would love it at three and a half. I saw it down at two and a half a little bit earlier in the week. I'm going to go Illinois. I'm going to give them a free roll. They made me money last weekend. I might hand it right back, but I just think Indiana sucks. Sorry. All right, let's go to the next one. Cause this is one you judged me. You judged me when you saw this on the sheet, mm-hmm. but now. We're gonna reel you in like a little, like like a like a, a big mouth bass over there. We're gonna reel you right into the boat. Louisiana Tech get 19 and a half at Mizzou. And before you guys throw up all over yourselves, yeah. I mean, people are going, why are you picking this? Because you ha- because when you see a number and when you see a situation, you gotta be willing to do it. This is the fun of college football. Who the hell looks at the board and goes, Brent, there's just too many games this week? No one. <laughs> so look. I think the line's inflated. I gave you the angle on the Michigan State game. This is one to me, depending on what power rankings, what what systems you're using. Mizzou should be anywhere from an 11 to a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. You're getting 19-and-a-half. Uh, Sonny Cumbie, Texas Tech legend uh, at La Tech. TCU transfer QB, Matt Downing, that is the quarterback. They've named him this week. And they are, for their level – at Conference USA, they're loaded at wideout. And I just look at a Missouri team that, yes, man, they are building. They're recruiting really well. But I'm not in the business in an opener against a spread team that's going to play fast. I think without hesitation, they will throw at least 45 passes. If you don't think getting three touchdowns is a powerful weapon there against a team in the SEC East who may or may not Win six games. Guys, I'm taking the number. I think it's inflated. I like the offensive system. And I think, look, that's got backdoor cover written all over it. So with a lot of these games, I do a deep dive. This one, I haven't done a deep dive. So just surface level, it's got a lot of the key ingredients. Missouri is a bottom half of the Power 5 team. No disagreement there. So those are the type of teams you look to get upset. 
okay, well, what type of team would you like to get some points with? Somebody's going to sling the ball, throw it around, give you a chance deep into the fourth quarter for even maybe a backdoor cover. So, yeah, it's got the ingredients. Te- yeah. Team that's offensively heavy going up against an average team in the Power Five, and it's not seven points, 10 points, 14 points. You're flirting with three touchdowns. So, no, yeah, 19 big. and a half, I like it, yeah. And if, exactly. you value, if you value differentials, if you care about it, and again, if you don't think the numbers are accurate, you think they're full of you-know-what, uh, 39% of the bets – 74% of the money per the action network on law tech. So not a public dog, big money differential. Again, put whatever you, you believe or don't believe into those numbers. Uh, I'm going to give law tech a pop here. I'm, I'm going to roll with it because well, Texas tech guns up. Let's throw it 50 times, grip it and rip it. Um, I'm leaving this next one to you. Yeah, this, I, is, this I've been alluding to this. This is grotesque. And, and I 32 and a half is your number, by the way, uh, 35 and a half. Wait, it was 32 and a half yesterday. Mike, it's I'm not gonna bet it. I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna bet it at that number, just so people know what we're talking about. Tennessee plays ball state. Tennessee was a 31 point favorite when it initially opened. Last I saw it was 35 and a half. And I wanted to bet it until it got up to north of five touchdowns. I think Tennessee can win by five touchdowns. They're that kind of offense this season. Good luck. But that number's too big. But what I do is I want to I want to learn from our lesson earlier. Bet the under. The under 68 and a half in this game. Yeah. And Ball State, they lost their three-year starter at quarterback. They replaced him. What with was it, Bob, Greg Plitt? Plitt? Drew Plitt. You know, he'd be bothered the hell out of me. He always wore the one eye black under his right eye. Plus, he still owes me money from a bet he cost me. He lost his mind. I think it was a game against Eastern a few years ago. He threw, like, two picks, like, blindfolded, late game, blew the game, blew the whole thing. I just, I hate balls. So the new guy, John Paddock, he's 5'11". He's a senior. He's never thrown a touchdown pass. Ball State's in it in a bad way right now. I don't see him marching up and down the field and scoring in those checkerboard end zones. I think Tennessee, they have themselves a day. They score 45, even 50 points. I don't think Ball State scores enough for us to worry about a 38 and a half under. So that's the play. I would have loved to bet this at 31, 32, 33. Not going to bet it at 35 and a half, but I do see a bet still with the game, so I go under. And Jim, one other thing. Again, and I'll do this, and guys, you can – Leave comments. I know Evan's going to run the socials. And um, if you value this, I'll do it. If you don't, I won't. But everything suggests the under here. 68 and a half. But 41% of the bets, 91% of the money so on sharp. the under. Yep. Yeah, allegedly. Again, I don't know. What are they picking up the phone and calling Ace Rothstein? <laughs> I, I don't know. But um, Presumed to be a sharp pick. I just think any any letdown. And look. At what point does Josh Heupel pull Hendon Hooker? At what point do you start playing the backups? Any pedal off the metal for a total near 70, guys, it's going to be hard to make it home. Uh, I, I I think the unders to play. I am not in the business of laying 35 points. Cannot go that route. Showed some restraint, some discipline. Uh, the discipline cookies is back. All right, so something we're going to do each each week on this deal is have some fun. And again, before all you hyenas start going crazy, oh my God, parlays and soccer bats. They're fun. You hear me? They're fun. That's the F word I like. And the reality is no one is betting enough money on individual games that at the end of the year, you're going to make really meaningful money. If you want to try to do it, yes, you have to responsibly, not willy-nilly, four beers deep, bet every 330 game and wrap it in a 19 parlay. No. But one way I've had success doing these, you do small-er money line parlays. 
No, they can involve favorites in the NFL. I'll tell you what we're going to be doing. You're, you, we're going to put a couple dogs together and you do a little round robin. But let me give you a, as Jim has put this, to the moon masterpiece parlay here. So taking a few of our picks today and segueing into the Thursday episode, a few picks from the weekend. Here is a four team money line parlay that pays plus 2270. Purdue money line. Cookies loves Good. them, thinks they're going to win at home. Illinois money line. I like them. I think the wrong team's favored in Bloomington. Appalachian State money line. You want to talk about your athletic director hating you? What is UNC doing going up to Boone? You know the amount of moonshine that's going to be at that game? App State money line. And then my Black Knights of the Hudson. The men who fight for freedom. Army money line. He says that so I can't be critical of him. He throws it. You can't disagree with me. These are our men and women of you know what? Uh, While Coastal Carolina's out drinking and cavorting around town, the Army cadets are busting ass, hunting down terrorists, <laughs> and maintaining freedom. Army money line. So you get Purdue, Illinois, App State, Army, plus 2270. Don't be a ding dong. Play what you like. Mm -hmm. But if you want to talk about four underdogs that we think you got a real shot to win those games, that's what I would do. We'll, we'll fight about the Chanticleers and the Black Knights on the next episode. We will. Myrtle Beach, my ass. All right, guys, let's recap it. Jim, what's your card? I got Purdue Moneyline, plus 150. Pitt, minus the 7.5. My chips, plus 21 flat. Old Dominion hosting Virginia Tech. Got the Monarchs, plus 8.5. We both like Minnesota, New Mexico State under 52 and a half. I got Tennessee under the 68 and a half. And I am going to join you on Louisiana Tech and the 19. What is it? 19 and a half? 19 and a half. Perfect. All right. My card, short and sweet, I think. Purdue, Jim pressured me into it, plus the three and a half. CMU plus 21. ODU plus eight and a half. Nobody walks into SB Ballard and comes out with a W. The New Mexico State, Minnesota under. 53 and a half under Tennessee, 68 and a half La Tech plus 19 uh, Illinois plus the flat three MSU minus the 21. Holy irresponsible. You bet a lot of games. You know what? Just let me live. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't even got to the weekend yet. I know, but <laughs> this is half a week of college football, but I already was responsible and pared it down. <laughs> I like what I like. Here's the other thing, Jim, Jim. Now again, we're not going to be the pod who, who, there's no padding of the numbers. No, no, no. I am one in one official. Yep. But I'm not bullshitting you. Yes, Jim pressured me into the UTEP under. I hit it. And then I sent you two prop bets that were easy money. That I also hit. Casey Thompson over 230. <laughs> and Chase Brown. And Chase Brown over 104 and a half. We didn't do the prop bets because I don't know if you guys want them. And I'll be upfront with you. They didn't exist when we cut the pot. They only popped up 24 hours prior. I got a little extra sauce and I'm stirring. <laughs> So I'm betting these games. Be responsible. Don't be ding-dongs. Don't bet what you can't afford. Otherwise, crack the lid and let's cook. Second episode, we got Georgia, Oregon. We got OSU and Notre Dame. We got Cincy and Arkansas. We got all the big games. And, yes, I got some rat dogs. I, I love, love, I adore this board, which means we're either going to make money or we're going to be redepositing, and it's going to be exciting. Scott Frost, I love you. I miss you. I don't know why it didn't work out, but you owe me money.
Cash the ticket. Back at you Thursday. Subscribe, rate, review. It's important to us. You want this thing to grow? We need your support on it. That's Cash the Ticket. We'll talk to you again Thursday.